Hello, everyone, and welcome to Impossible to Say. My name is Kat Wellington. And my name is Emily Proctor. Have you been able to recover from this weekend, Emily? Um, kind of, in a okay. way. It's like post-concert depression, but worse. Yeah, because it was we went, all of us together. Yeah, it was like a girls weekend combined with like 18 different concerts, you know, so it's like a lot of feelings mixed together, you know? That is true. So Emily and I went to All Things Go this weekend. We know we told you guys we were going, but that's what this weekend was. And we were with Elena, Alicia, Emma, and Casey. And it was so much fun. Um, definitely exhausting, but so much fun. Yeah. I, to me, because it was in like our like local, like outdoor venue that we've been going to since we were little. To me, I keep thinking it's like a small, like Marilyn show, but everyone keeps talking about how it's like the new <laughs> East Coast Coachella, which well, is so funny. I had a bunch of people on my flight that were wearing oh, merch and stuff. That. Yeah. I mean, it, it was my flight to Austin, Texas because I had a layover, but yeah. yeah, there was a bunch of people with like the sweatshirts and the tote bags and stuff. I was like, oh, tea. Didn't even consider people flying. Because everyone was like, everyone at the festival that I met was like, did you fly home or did you fly here for this? And I was like, yeah. Yeah, I did. But like, also, I was like, I'm coming to see my friends. Like, I probably wouldn't have. I don't know. I don't think we would have like flown if you we both lived in somewhere else. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, convenience was definitely a big factor, but it's also hilarious because we still got a hotel for three nights, even though it's 20 minutes away from my house. Right. And honestly, I might have flown for that now that I think about it, because it was just so many people that I liked in one place. So it's like kind of worth the investment. Well, yeah, it was too perfect. We saw it and we didn't even second guess. So um, I guess, I mean, who did we see? We saw the first day, the big people were Maggie Rogers and Mount Joy. Yeah. Um, oh, Lizzie McAlpine was that day. Yeah. I was going to ask your favorite performance of the whole weekend. Um, Gosh, I don't know. I I think it was Maggie for sure. I don't know. Interesting. She was just like, I guess I'm re- was really only if I only started listening to her because you were such a big fan. Um, yeah. And I mean, I knew a decent amount of her music, but knowing that we were seeing her, I really took like a deep dive. Um, so I think I was really, really excited because I was curious to see like what kind of performer she was. And everyone kept talking about how she like loves to dance and her energy is really good. Um, and I guess like when you're at a venue all day, like anticipating, she definitely was, she definitely lived up to the hype. She was so, so, so good. Yeah. She, she actually like way exceeded my expectations of seeing her live. Like she sounded so good and she was a really good performer, which I I don't really like think of her as that necessarily. Mm-hmm. I guess I just, I don't never seen her live. So it's nothing against her, but yeah, she was really, really cute and was great. And she like exceeded my expectations and boy genius like oh, was, I saw them. Like they were amazing and I their music is like my favorite ever and they still sounded fucking amazing and put on a really good set. So that was her I mean them and Maggie are probably like tied for me, but it's still like they were it was like for some reason it didn't feel like I thought it was going to feel, but I think it's because I'm picturing like being 11th row at Taylor, like those feelings. And when yeah. you're that far away, <laughs> I don't know. It just was different, but it was still great. It is like such a different vibe 
going to like a festival where you want to see people like you're super excited to see because now I feel like we're at the age where I'm totally okay to spend a couple hundreds of dollars to be close to a stage to see my favorite people. So yeah, someone like Boy Genius, we would have spent, I mean, I would have spent more than what we paid for Taylor to be closer to them, of course. Yeah. So it's great that we got to I want to go again, but... Oh my God, me too. Yeah, I don't know. And then I loved Lana Del Rey, even though I was like just on the moon, sitting on the ground for most Mm -hmm. of it. Mm -hmm. I really i'm not like a lana stan everyone but i it was just so entertaining she's so like mesmerizing to look at and her voice is so different from everyone else's she everyone in the comments for like tiktok videos that i watched were saying like she's fake like she's a robot. i wish she was real yeah I, people do that for oh yeah i it. wish she was real yeah that's oh, it oh okay, so i wish funny. lana del Rey was real so bad she seriously <laughs> was just so like you could not take your eyes off her Mm-hmm. And maybe, you know, because I was also on the moon, like, was really just hyperfixiating, but it was so good. And she's so fucking dramatic. So, like, yeah. everything she did. If you're the girl that came up to me mid Lana set while I was sitting on the ground wrapped in a blanket and said that you watch my TikToks, I'm sorry that I was a little bit put off by that. <laughs> like, <laughs> I didn't even happen. I was three people away f- next to oh you. Oh my God, Emily, I'm literally in a fucking trance. And this girl comes up and goes, like it was in between two songs and like comes up behind me and she's like, Hey, I watch your TikToks and I follow you. And I was like, okay, great. Like, okay. And I, I could not physically respond. <laughs> I feel horrible, but I was just like, great. The, like the next song's about to start. Yeah. Thanks. So <laughs> I was like, thanks so much. <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately there is the time and place. Um, she saw me like the whole time, like sitting mm-hmm. there on the ground curled up in our blanket from the ground that smelled like shit like obviously i'm going through something <laughs> but yeah, we, oh i respect God. her confidence of course love women so it's fine we went to fucking war on sunday to get our lawn spot it was a lot yeah yeah sunday was for more sure. competitive for sure um fuck was to say oh my god we got to see uh jack antonoff which was really exciting yeah that was cute Thanks. i had no idea who the fucker is was emily's like I mean, I knew he was once he was on the screen, but when mm-hmm. he walked out, Emily was like, I, that's Jack Antonov. And I was like, girl, how do you even see him? <laughs> um, yeah, which I, I don't know. I just like his mannerisms. I was like, it's that little fucker. I know it. You, um, you were like the first in the crowd around us. I feel like to know that it was him. Yeah. I honestly was like, I surprised myself because they, yeah, they hadn't really shown the cameras yet, but I could see him with his little like fucking ball cap and putting the guitar on. And I know he's come out at some of her shows before. So it was kind of just a little bit of a hunch, but we got to sing Margaret or hear Margaret, which I don't even know if she's, they've probably sang it before. I was about to pull it out of my ass and say first time live, but I don't think that's true. (laughs) Yeah. I did see it on TikTok, obviously, because it, like, went viral on TikTok. And the comments were like, did she say Baltimore? Because she added Baltimore in it. Yeah, she Which did. Which was cute. I mean... Everyone was kind of pissed off about that because technically they're calling it, like, a DC show. Yeah, there but, was an argument about that in the comments, too. But I'm like... Every single artist said something different, which is which is fine because it's literally Columbia, Maryland. And, people like, it's, like... A lot of people said D.C., some people said Columbia, some people said Baltimore. Like, it's fine. They don't fucking know. Like, don't expect them to know. Yeah, it's really not that deep. And also people were upset that Lana said it was a full moon and it wasn't. Like, not that deep. It's pretty fucking oh, I close. I thought that was funny. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's and not she a big probably deal. Also, 
yeah, everyone in the crowd was like laughing and she probably didn't mean like literally. It was just like a full bright moon, you know? Yeah. And she was giving witchy vibes. I don't know. I'm going to start to stand her maybe, but just like as a figure, like I just like, I was saying to Elena, like you just can't really like to describe the vibes of her is just to say Lana Del Rey. Like she just possesses something that no one has. And I want to be a part of her fandom, but it's too hard to get in. (laughs) They don't don't (laughs) want me. (laughs) She's an absolute fucking icon. I'll let you in because I'd like to think that I've been a part of the the uh fan cult for uh quite some time so it's fine yeah oh my god yeah no i remember like what middle school or high school would you say for you um probably like eighth grade or freshman year i discovered the song radio which was on her born to die album and i i swear it was like the first indie song i ever listened to and it it changed my life i remember it so vividly listening to it like on repeat in my childhood bedroom and it was like kind of like vulgar too. I'm wearing yeah. my sweet cinnamon bracelet right now too. But um, yeah, so for for quite some time, and it's only the second time I've seen her. And I was telling the girls a story this weekend, but I saw her when she was touring Ultraviolence at Jiffy Lube in Virginia, and it was genuinely one of the worst concerts I've ever been to because I could not hear her at all. And I don't know, I don't know what it was. I don't know if it was an off night for Lana or if. They were having Sound. a bad night with audio. Yeah. So I was really excited to redeem that experience. Oh, yeah. Because it was really, really good. Um, I remember you like loving her when we were really young. And I remember it was the same exact thing. I've been like literally, it's been on my to-do list to stand for <laughs> since eighth grade. Because I remember you and Alicia started listening to her and I was like, I was like, yeah, I really like, like, you guys would play her music in the car, and I'd be like, yeah, mm-hmm. like, love, but I just need to get into it. Never. I, I'm still saying that to this day. <laughs> well, now that you've seen her, I think after you see someone, it, like, you have such a different, this is so stupid, but you have such a different, like, connection with their music. You know what I mean? No, I agree. Like, even just Hemlock Springs and Arlo Parks, like, I love them to fucking death. And yeah. Even Muna, like, yeah. oh my god, I didn't really give a fuck, but now Stand I the day suddenly I like really give a fuck. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. I feel the exact same way about them. They were so fucking good. Um, but anyway, so it was an incredible weekend. It was so good to see you guys and my family and be shoved in a hotel room with six of us and trash mm-hmm. the place. Um, I did. I didn't mean to say bye to you guys because I had to pack and leave in the morning in the dark with my flashlight. Sorry about that. Yeah. No, it's um, just we all like kind of. I don't know if you heard us, but we we all kind of like lift our heads up right as you're walking out the door, and we're like, "Bye." Yeah. No, I said bye. I whispered, "Bye, love you guys." Yeah. So I probably like left some shit there. Do you see any of my stuff left behind? No, I was actually the last person there, um, and I did a sweep. I was gonna go into the office on Monday. I remember like Sunday night we were going to bed, obviously like still in the mm-hmm. clouds, and I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna go." into the office on Monday. It's going to be totally fine. And then I woke up Monday and like wanted to pass mm-hmm. respectfully. So I did hang out at the Spring Hill Suites for quite some time. And then yeah, I did leave one thing. Home. I left my, um, I left my sleeping eye mask. The one that I love oh. with the hole, like the oh, gosh. holes for my eyes. Yeah. I did not see that. It's okay. It probably wouldn't have even been something it's like gray and doesn't look like a sleeping mask. Like 
it's probably either in someone's bag or like you just mm-hmm. didn't even know know what it would be. Yeah. But it I slept so good on the way there because I had it and I didn't have it on the way back. But I still slept a lot, which was nice because I had to go to the nineteen seventy five concert about two hours after I got back. Yeah, that's actually insane of you. Yeah, I had a seven and a half hour travel day and then I came home. I thought I'd have so much more time, but I had to drive to Hollywood, obviously. So that's an hour. Mm-hmm. So with traffic because it was like an afternoon. So I really had to like I got home, ate food, got ready and left, which is nuts. But go, go, go. That's like so unlike you. I know. I'm so glad I went, though, because it was really fun. My seats at the Hollywood Bowl were very far away, but... Oh, I didn't realize it was there. That's, like, a pretty iconic venue, isn't it? Yeah, I was really cool. I was happy just in general, like, for that. And to I, be there, yeah. The 1975's new album is one of my favorites, and... Yeah, I was so fucking exhausted that I was sitting for a lot of it, but I was, like, enjoying it, but the mm-hmm. people around us were definitely, like... because. Frankie and Patrick were also sitting because we were just all completely fucking drained. And yeah, it was people around us were like, what the fuck are you doing here? Pretty much. But I do love them. I just just so tired. I was enjoying it. I was watching the screens from my seat, but their newest album, like your favorite album from theirs or like one of your favorite. No, I just like I had a spiritual experience with that album. I think I can't remember what night it was when I was so fucking hungover after hanging out with mm-hmm. you guys in Baltimore. So we stayed up till like at least 5 a.m. And I had to go to that. I had to go to a fundraiser <laughs> at I think 6 a.m. Like, <laughs> was it like a Thanksgiving situation or something? It was a holiday. Is it yeah. Christmas? Is a Jingle Bell 5K? So it's a Christmas thing. But I played that album in my car and I was like, this is the best day of my life. Like, it doesn't even matter what my mental state. I think just because the instruments in it are so good. And yeah, anyway, I don't know. I just have a connection to it. But so it was good to hear. Like, it was so cool to hear about you. It's like one of my favorite songs. It's everyone loves it, but that's one of my favorites. Yeah. So it was really good. I'm glad that I went. Hollywood Bowl, so cool, so pretty. And I was glad it was like gorgeous night. So it was good. Damn, I'll have to come out for a show there. Yeah, I really that would be so much fun. Um, well, I was thinking also that I really do want to come out for a football game and that the Chiefs do play the Chargers at one point. So mm-hmm. not until January. And the only reason I would want to go is oh my god, Nyla's being so insane right now. Um would be to catch a glimpse, obviously, of Miss Taylor. Yeah. But would are, do we want to waste one of our perfect days of you visiting me on a football game? That's so true. I for mean, teams, for you, we, it's not a waste. But like, for no, me, it's I don't like, like really care about the, either team. So it might be a waste. It's like, let's hang out. Like, why are these all these guys running when we could be like, and why is everyone yelling when we could be like <laughs> hanging out on a couch somewhere? Running and yelling. No, I totally <laughs> understand. But, but okay. I mean, if we get wind from Dumois or something, we're going. But then it's going to be so much more expensive. So maybe we should buy them beforehand and then wait to get wind and we can always sell. Speaking of, yeah, I'm fine with that. Um, we can make a quick profit. Speaking of Dumois, do you, can I read the tw- the uh, emails I sent you earlier? Yeah, please. <laughs> we're spreading these rumors. Someone, so apparently um, these were two submissions to Dumois. Uh 
that I saw on Twitter today. Um, this A-list singer is extending her shows once again. This next leg will be during January and April announcement at the last show of this current leg. So I guess at the end of these, is she in Mexico still or South, South America this fall? I'm not sure. Um, and then the other one is, um, and sometimes when these, I, for people who don't follow Jumois, um, people will send in like names and they'll kind of hint at who they're talking about. So this one, the pseudonym is King of My Heart. Um, and it says, this A-list singer has been working on new music for quite a while now. They have one brand new album completely recorded and two more albums in progress. New album expected in November as a completely surprise release, probably announced during their ongoing tour. So I feel like that's totally about Taylor. Yeah. I mean, historically, they're usually pretty accurate, but I can't, like, I don't let myself believe any Taylor stuff. Like, I don't, I don't dive into it like you do. Cause I'm just like, I just want to be like, just give me the album when it comes out. And I can't even think about it coming out. So I'm just like, I'm just going to wait and well, we'll see. My thing is, is I'm so, so I am going to lean into this, um, yeah. but I'm going to like kind of debunk it a little bit. Um, 1989 comes out on October 27th. And if she does a surprise release in November, that completely takes away from 1989. She would do that though. Like she's done that before. Like, I don't think. Yeah. I mean, I guess she released Evermore pretty quickly after Folklore, but I yeah, don't know. she doesn't give a rat about that. She like really gave Speak Now no fucking time. So yeah, who knows? Maybe she just wants to be done. Dude, I mean, when you know everyone's going to stream, like who gives a fuck? Just release it. <laughs> That's so true. <laughs> like I'm going to stream. No PR necessary. Yeah, literally none. But she does like the the PR aspect. So I don't know. Or not PR necessarily, but like the the fun in promoting it. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. Well, Interesting. I do believe that. I mean, the tour thing, like, yeah, I could see it. I think she she'll be just continue for the rest of her life. Like, Eris touring forever, for sure. Yeah. Praying. Well, I I need to go again. Like, honestly, I know. I'm I know technically I'm the only going one again because like that. I'm, <laughs> I'm technically going again because I'm seeing the movie. But yeah, I'll probably go see the movie too. But I didn't get have tickets. You, have you been seeing? the viral tiktoks of the talking heads movie it's like a concert movie of the band no apparently maybe one maybe one everyone in the theater is like up and like dancing around and everyone's like this is how concert movies should be attended so now i'm like kind of stressed about my podcast now i'm not going (laughs) i'm not going to anything like that i I mean, it, in theory, it could be fun. Like, I'm going on a Friday night. But, like, I need to know because, like, then I'm going to, like, drink. In the no, I mean, I'm, like, happy for y'all, but I'm going to have to be watching that from the comfort of my home, I think. Yeah, now I'm, like, really over-fucking-thinking it. I was going to go in sweatpants and a sweatshirt, but now I feel like Swifties are going to be in their Aeros Tour outfits. No, yeah, that's already been a thing. Everyone's wearing outfits to it. But, like, and that, I'm like, yeah, that's fun. But I don't need to be standing up. Like, I don't need to be standing up ever. Like, even during the 1975 <laughs> concert, I'm like, if we all sat, the seats are comfortable. If we all sat, we could just, like, enjoy it from our seats. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, but don't you like to dance? I did. I danced in my seat. <laughs> oh, my God. I've been to concerts where people have sat, and I find them so much less enjoyable. I like it. Like, I don't need to... But, I, okay, there are certain songs where, I, yeah, obviously, like, 
I mean, I stood up for more than half of it. Like I'm being dramatic, but like, yeah. And 19, the 1975 has a lot of like dancey songs too, but it's like a lot of things we could all just sit like collectively. We could all just sit, I think, but that's just me. I don't know. I mean, Taylor, like, obviously I would No, I, there's even a lot of Taylor's songs that I would have liked to sit for and just listen. But I think Uh, I'm just not like a dancey, jumpy person in general. Like, I don't think like, you know, me, like when a good, when a song I love comes on, like I'm not jumping up and down. I don't know. Yeah, no, no, I know exactly. I know exactly what you mean. Um, Doug is now entering his evermore journey with Taylor's music. Interesting. Um, I don't know if we've talked about this in the pod, but Doug is like really exploring Taylor's discography and was doing it pretty heavily over the summer. Mm-hmm. And he texted me today and he said, uh, please add Willow to my top five. Ooh. And I, was like, I right. do love hearing. I love hearing about what Doug loves after he listens. Cause I just feel like it feels like so different going in his ears than my ears. If that makes mm-hmm. sense. <laughs> yeah. The first time he texted me about the archer, I couldn't believe what I was reading. Yeah. I remember that. I um I forced the guy that I have been casually seeing to listen to folklore from top to bottom, which of course he did immediately, and he loved it. So I'm kind of spreading okay. that same wealth as well. Yeah, I mean, if you really need to like change anyone's perspective on Taylor, who firmly believes she's just like a radio hit pop, ultra pop superstar, like folklore mm-hmm. is the album to start with. Um, I didn't really want to talk about Taylor for that long because it's fucking everywhere, and I just like feel awful because it's just constant yeah and i know there's people who listen to this who don't give a flying fart about her but okay well then um can we move on really quickly to this thing that i saw on twitter well actually i saw it on tiktok and then i redownloaded twitter to look at it mm-hmm. i'm so glad you got your twitter back like this is seriously so huge well i was actually for, for real locked out of it but i just the only solution or the only thing i needed to do was redownload like delete and redownload the app and then it worked. So it was a lot of work. It was. Thank you. And I don't really use it. So I didn't have a need to do it, but okay. There's like a thread on Twitter right now of just men telling on themselves in the worst way. But the thread starts with a tweet that says that phase where you slowly start hating your girlfriend is crazy. And it's basically all the things that we know they do, but like no one's, ever fully admit I mean they have obviously but like the first response is when you keep messing up on purpose so that she can break up with you and she keeps forgiving you like with crying faces that has 33,000 likes like oh I feel then- so sick imagine 33,000 people you guys like yeah. actually take the time to think about how many men that is like you'll be having a bad day and when she hugs you it becomes even worse when the problem asks you what the problem is and there's like a meme or whatever Dude, it's like, like, and then it gets worse. Like the th- the problem is, I don't really think this is like lighthearted and funny because it's like, it, it, it's it's wrong, obviously. But also, I was like, okay, they can have this. Like we talk about X and stuff, and it's like, okay, those are like sure, whatever. But then it, it like they have to escalate and make everything like hateful, and then mm-hmm. it's when when you have to spit on her back to pretend that you came because she doesn't turn you on anymore. <gasps> Oh my God, to your girlfriend. 16,000 likes, 2.8 million impressions, which doesn't really mean anything, but. um, Oh my God. Oh like, my God. Like, it's actually just fucking 
insane. I, I don't know. I was just shocked by it, but I shouldn't be shocked by it. I just think, yeah, exactly what you said. Yeah, we'll talk about icks and like weird things men do, but genuinely, obviously, like it, a lot of it is very lighthearted. I've definitely, you know, given a few rants about creepy men and the cat calling that I talked about a couple episodes back where I was like actually genuinely like filled with hatred towards those men. But generally it's very, I don't know this, I, you can just like, that has a different energy to it. Like you can feel it. You don't have to explain it. You know what I mean? Like, no, they're I being agree. serious. Yeah. And like when she says, I'll call you when I get home, then you switch off your phone and remove the battery. Like <laughs> when her, when can I see you? Sounds more like I'd like to annoy you and kill you with boredom and regret. Like, it's just fucking nuts. I can't believe, like, sometimes there's a digital footprint, y'all. Like, what if you were trying to date someone that is up on the internet so bad? Anyway, anything else that we want to talk about before we go into stories? Oh, I, I did watch the ne- the last season of Sex Education. And I just, this is me campaigning for you to watch it again. All right. I um will start that because you guys were talking about it this weekend and I was really intrigued. I'd rather you watch Love is Blind so we can talk about that because I feel like our listeners would like that more. Uh, and there's I know, more I to wanted, talk about with that. I wanted to apologize. I feel so awful. I genuinely have been so busy, you guys, that I have not oh, had time to watch. I've seen no, the first it's... episode and half of the second one so far. Um, okay, well, can you just... Me. Okay, make a promise to catch up before the end. Like, like when then we can talk about it ending mm-hmm. together. Can we just do that? How many episodes are out? Like seven. Okay, yeah, I can do that. It was so funny. Last night, um, I was watching it when Kyle came home. And he was like, do we have to watch this right now? And I was like, it's literally like for my job. Like I yeah. have to watch it. <laughs> that is true. Sorry, Kyle. Love you to death. But it is crucial that you watch. Yeah. I, can't um, just, I mean, I could just tell you about it if you don't want to watch it. Like later on, I mean. But I do really want to watch because everyone... I've watched all the seasons, so I'm like... I do like the show. I just, everyone keeps talking about how it's such, it's one of the best seasons they've had. So I'm really interested. So I do want to watch and I will watch. It's just like, it's a different drama that there hasn't been yet on the show basically. So I think that's yeah. why I'm enjoying it so much because a lot of them kind of just are the same. Mm-hmm. But um, but yeah, Sex Education, if you guys haven't watched, I, I feel like I've said that so many times on this podcast, but it's one of my favorites and it's just so emotional. And it's one of those where... You like follow a character's each character's story for the whole like kind of like it's not similar to Euphoria at all, but it's like everyone has like their own little plot lines a little bit, mm-hmm. and this like closed them all out, and it's very sweet, and it made me cry in a good way. Is it nice. like funny at all, or is it emotional? Is it like a drama, like Euphoria? Because I was picturing no. like Sex Lives of College Girls kind of vibe. Oh no, it's not like that. It's more like artsy a little bit, and. Like it's beautiful to watch. Um, it like it get, it makes you laugh at times. Like there's funny stuff in it, but it mm-hmm. also has a lot of heavy stuff. This season was definitely like the most they could possible possibly push every social issue in the world, right. which was like a little bit can sometimes be like obviously I agree with everything, but it sometimes is like all right, come on now. You like, can tell it's being forced. Yeah, but. I feel like the rest of the show, it, like for the first three seasons, it all just came in very naturally. There's a lot of stuff yeah. with like um, sexual assault and kind of like women working through 
their experiences with that and it's very emotional so it's like very heavy but also it's about a high school and it's funny awkward interactions and it's cute so i don't know all right didn't like trigger the fuck out of me if that helps for people who um have been sexually assaulted but it was like emotional like i felt like i was in therapy for my own sexual assaults while watching the show basically because it's also about it's about a sex therapist oh i was wondering like what Okay, that makes yeah. more sense. It's like there's a sex therapist is a mom and she's like in her probably her 50s and she has a mm-hmm. teenage son and then he becomes the sex therapist at school. Gotcha. Okay. Well, so I'm definitely like, what is it yeah. on? It's a ne- on Netflix. Yeah. Very cool. I Wait, was about no. to say it's a Netflix show, but I don't think that they make it. I could be wrong though. I recently got booted off of um, my mom's Netflix. So Oof. now I pay for my own. Ooh, I'm still rocking with only family accounts. <laughs> I'm so jealous. I mean, I shouldn't even be complaining. I think Kyle pays for it, so it's fine. Yeah, I mean, Kyle pays for my Peacock. Thank God. Mm-hmm. HBO. Max, no, sorry. I think I gave my HBO out to some people. Some people are riding on my HBO Max. I know. I think we were riding on you, Elena, but then we accidentally logged out of Elena's, and we were Oof. like, just buy our buy our own. Yeah, when Alicia un, like canceled her subscription to Discovery Plus, that oh. was really hard for me. <laughs> Someone actually uh, DM'd us about 90 Day. That's what was on Discovery, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I screenshotted it because I wanted to tell you about it. She said that we ha- we should watch 90 Day The Last Resort because it's a mix of 90 Day Fiance, Married at First Sight, and White Lotus. Have you seen that? And White Lotus? <laughs> yeah, that part I was confused about too. But I feel like I have a murder. I can't remember because there's so many spinoffs and I've watched so many that I don't know which is which. Like I've definitely watched 90 Day the other way, which I really like. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if I've watched Last Resort. <laughs> maybe they're like stuck in a resort together. I don't fucking know. I feel like I've seen the, the ads for it maybe, but I haven't seen it. I think yeah. I am going to subscribe because... 90 Day does, like, bring me a lot of joy that other shows can't really. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to probably just purchase it. Like, I can simply do that, you know? It's, like, crazy to to do, though. Like, to actually pay for your own streaming. No, I know. It's it's really hard. Um, I have to tell you guys about something. This West Elm couch called the Harmony couch. I saw some people asking about it on the Facebook group. When I got it, someone messaged me in all caps and they were like, this is because I posted and I was like, another thing for Cheddar to destroy. Like, perfect. Um, someone messaged and they were like, it's cat scratch proof. And I have it. And it's like, I have two cats and they shred it and they, it, nothing happens. And I was like, interesting DM. I, d- I don't even think I responded. I was just like, that can't even be real because like the type of material that it is looks so fucking scratchable. Cheddar, he can't scratch it. It's what? what he like goes in on it. Nothing happens. So if you have cats, obviously I got it off Facebook Marketplace, so I didn't buy it. I, I'm sure it's expensive. Um, I spent like five hundred on it, I think, but it's probably a couple thousand dollars. But it worth it. Like my cat, cheddar cannot even get like a his nail in it. It's so funny. What's it called? The West Elm Harmony couch. I think it comes in like different sizes and stuff. So I don't know. That's fucking crazy. It's about goddamn time they come up with something that's cat scratch proof. I know. And I don't even think it was purposeful is the thing. Like, it doesn't, like, advertise as that. So I think the one that you have, because is it just, like, a two-seater, two-cushion couch? Mm -hmm. 
Um, looking like it is on sale, you guys, for $1,600. Oh. Oh. oh, that's like not that bad for a couch, though. Regular $1,900. If you want the uh, double wide chase, though, it's almost $3,000. So, I mean, I would love the double wide chase. Sounds worth but... it. <laughs> yeah, it sounds fucking worth it. Staring at the uh, ottoman that I got from Goodwill, and it is Nyla's ripping it to fucking shreds. Which I mean, it's fine. It was thirty dollars, which is kind of expensive, but it had a matching chair from Goodwill, just so we're clear. Yeah, it's horrible. Well, ottomans are basically scratching posts. I had one of those at my old house, and yeah, same thing. Yeah, that's true. Nyla started like scratching at our wooden headboard and nightstand, like it's her cat scratcher. It's like really fucking annoying. Hmm. Cheddar will randomly do that to like get my attention, but. You can't really like well, yeah, get up. She does it at 5 a.m. every day on the dot. But oh, that's sweet of her. I know. Okay. I feel like we need to get get going for real. I I really do. It's uh I agree. Sorry, I really agree. <laughs> okay, great. All right, minutes. I'm gonna tell this. This is actually a story, so it'll be a little bit out of order if you have an advice, but that's Ooh. fine. Funny story about my old best friend. I went to high school with this guy. Let's call him Sean. Sean and I were BFFs all throughout high school. He played football, and I even dated his best friend on the high school football team for a few months. Fast forward to college. He went to Notre... How do you say it? Notre Dame or N- Notre Dame? Notre Dame. <laughs> oh, wait. Notre Dame's like the one in Paris. <laughs> <laughs> Notre Dame. <laughs> Sorry, y'all. Just, I just go to Paris too much, you know? Um, <laughs> so you went to, what is it? Notre Dame. Notre Dame. It's like how like we Americanize everything with our stupid accents. Okay. Notre Dame. Okay, so he went to Notre Dame. Notre Dame. Um, and I still lived in the town we grew up in, in Metro Detroit. We were still BFFs, and I even asked him multiple times to set me up with his college roommate. Fast forward to senior year of college and COVID in 2020, he invited me to some games at Notre Notre Dame. So like a supportive friend, I went with my mother, of course. After college, he went to Cali to train for the NFL. He invited me to visit him, and being a literal moron, I went and let him pay for my flight. Three days before my flight, I texted him saying, don't worry, I'll sleep on the couch just to be clear of the vibes. He responded that I ruined his vibe and we literally didn't talk until I landed in California. It was the most awkward four-day weekend of my life. He took me to watch whales to the beach and paid for us to race Porsches. I truly had a free trip to Cali. Last night of the trip, I secretly paid for our last meal. When the waiter came back and said it was taken care of, he got so angry with me that we did not speak for the rest of the night. I found... I forced myself to go to sleep at literally 5 p.m. to avoid the awkwardness. We woke up. He drove me to the airport, and we have literally never spoken since that dinner. This was in January 2021. Now he's in the NFL and just blocked me on Instagram, September 2023. Truly have no idea why me paying for the last meal caused him to spiral this bad. Peace and love to all the NFL boys getting hit in the head one too many times. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Isn't that the weirdest thing? I'm like so confused. Like that, yeah. That, that's the strangest mystery I've ever heard. I feel like the mystery is that she didn't sleep with him, and then that, then he was just like, "Fuck you!" Like you're you're emasculating me. Uh, of course. Did I? Did you say something about how when she was flying down there, he told her the vibes were off or something? I, I think I I kind of zoned out. 
At like one point. a couple a couple days before she texted and said, um, no worries, like I'll sleep on or don't worry, I'll sleep on the couch. And he oh. said and he responded to that and said, You just ruined the vibe. So then they didn't talk until she landed. So like clearly he wanted it to be like that. And then the whole trip was off because it wasn't. And then the paying thing. I'm surprised that he still paid for her the whole time instead of being like, fuck you, we're splitting everything or something. Yeah, it seems like more um, in line with his character because we know him really well that he would not pay for anything. I wonder what team he plays for now. I mean, if he's in California, that kind of narrows it down. Oh, but she said that was to, to, I guess, yeah, to train for the NFL. That means like you're with the team that you. Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. So yeah, um, no, I'm gonna do my research because she she has a couple of clues there, so I'm really I'm really interested to know who he is. Um, he probably doesn't probably even play. Playing, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so we probably will not be able to locate, but that's so fun then, to see. Like you did that though with like an NFL player. That's my fucking dream. But yeah, whatever. that's true. He must have been really uggo, honestly. <laughs> I know. Like, that's a clue for us. No offense. Because otherwise, she would sleep with him. I mean, it sounded like they were going on really fun dates and he was really thoughtful. Like, I'm not saying, I mean, who knows if he's a good person, but it's like, at least they were doing fun things and he planned stuff, you know? So I'd be like, it, I literally, I would be like, yeah, let's have sex. Like, I don't care. Well, of course. <laughs> at least kiss him. Um, yeah. Suck his dick, maybe. No. Um, <laughs> so they went whale watching and they raced Porsches. Yeah, that sounds so fun. Sounds like he might have some money, which might fit. maybe. I mean, I guess he went to Notre Dame. Well, he could have gone on a scholarship. Uh, <laughs> I'm just trying to think, like, maybe he got paid, which means maybe he's good. Yeah, that's true. I always thought when I went to college to my small D2 school in Pennsylvania, in bumfuck Pennsylvania, I was like, I'm going to meet. I'm going to meet a football player and I'm going to live out my dream of riding his coattails to the NFL. I did not as much happen. Now I'm with a man who does ads from our house. Oh God, it's horrible. <laughs> the weird thing is, is that we all kind of thought you would like be with a football player. We just assumed. Yeah, it just would make sense, but it didn't really, didn't really work that way. The funny thing is, is when I was in, like that first year that I spent at Slippery Rock did not, obviously, I mean, I wasn't like purposely seeking guys out because Kyle and I were together, but we did not associate at all with the football team. So it was never meant to be anyways. Yeah. It's crazy because you've been putting on this pick me girl act of liking football for like 15 years now and it didn't pay off. <laughs> I know. What was it all for? What was it all for? I know you don't genuinely like it. No, you're you right. <laughs> no. Uh, God, God damn. No. That, that does suck. I did think like obviously when I was here, I was like obviously giving off pick me vibes because I like attention but then I did actually end up liking it so this is me coming clean wait what'd you say like cut out what'd you say no I was saying like obviously when I was younger like I did think it was cool that I was a girl who was like into football but then I did genuinely end up liking it so I feel like it was a mix of both because I think you did genuinely like it because of your dad and your brother and then mm -hmm. 
you were also like, wait, it's cool that guys think it's cool that I like it. So I don't really think you started out doing it in a pick me way. You were just like, oh, wait, this could help. Oh, absolutely. That's why I said this is me coming clean. You guys know that I like attention. So that was me getting yeah, attention. Yeah, I'm, I'm backing you up and saying it didn't start like that. So it's okay that you got attention from it because it was from a genuine place. Thank you. I appreciate that. It just feels really good to be seen now after 20, 10, 20 years. Oh my God, 10 years. That being said, your fake crutches, that was pick me behavior. Okay. I just want to say that my, I think my mom recommended it and I was like, well, if my mom said it, then I have to do it. It's not my idea. I didn't come up with it. So it's fine. Bro, Emily was one of those people in crutches, like fully walking with them. (laughs) No, I probably was like purposely making it look like I was limping even harder. Genuinely. Yeah, maybe. Sorry (sighs) to call you out. I think we've already talked about that though. That's okay. I just feel like in another life, I should be in theater or something which sucks the weird thing is i watched both of us yeah i watched this maybe it was america's got talent or something you guys will know he got a golden buzzer oh yeah so america's got talent um (laughs) (laughs) he got a golden buzzer singing somewhere over the rainbow and simon cowell specifically said do not sing that song i hate that song like it's not gonna work for you and he was like Mm -hmm. it's the only song i have i'm sure it was planned but like super dramatic then he sings it. He slays the fucking day away and gets a buzzer from Sofia Vergara, Vergara, whatever. Um, mm-hmm. And I literally watching that video and I was thinking like, so I had practiced that song for weeks in my room. Like I had a little radio thing and I would play the, or like a CD player and I would mm-hmm. play the music and I was practicing into audition for the play for weeks and weeks. And I like, I had it fucking down. And then I got to the audition and I was so nervous that I sang. I just went with the group. I, you might have even been in the group. It was like our fourth grade play or something. And I just sang Happy mm-hmm. Birthday with a couple of girls because I got too nervous. And you, if, if you wanted to be, just be in the play, you had to audition, but you could like sing Happy Birthday in the group. So I just sang Happy Birthday. And I was like, damn, I was watching that video. And I was like, if I would have gone up there and slayed somewhere over the rainbow, say I would have gotten a part in the play it would have yeah. changed the trajectory of my life because then I would have started doing plays and I just didn't, I didn't sing it. And now here we are. I think, well, th- I mean, this is the closest <laughs> we'll ever get to the stage is having a fucking podcast. So. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think about that all the time because we were s- genuinely so close to coming, th- like being theater kids. Like, yeah. I like it was pretty damn close. I remember like wanting to, but I always felt like it was like too late almost like my entire life. And I also, I have no rhythm. Like I can't dance. I remember when we did our fifth grade talent show, we did, we did a mashup of let it rock. And like this, we were dolls and we came to life. It was crazy. Y'all. Oh, we actually have to find a video of that. Um, But I specifically, I was telling a man this the other day, like, during that, one of our friend's moms, like, choreographed the whole thing and was helping us. And there was one move specifically that I could not get down. And she had to teach me over and over and over again. And she was like, what isn't, like, clicking? And I just genuinely don't have rhythm. So I don't think I would have been able to make it because I can't dance. Yeah, but I feel like there's there's roles out there for you. And you would have, like, you were fu- we were fucking eight years old. I don't know how old you are in fifth grade. Yeah, would- well, I mean, I just... I didn't have it in fifth grade. That's all I'm saying. I did not have it. (laughs) 
It also is kind of our play director's fault because she moved to like fucking Ohio or something right as we were getting into like fourth grade, which is when you start getting the larger parts. You know? Uh, so that I don't remember that happening. Oh, I do. Trust me. I was fucking pissed. <laughs> I because think I quit. You quit? No. Well, there were, we had no more plays. We didn't have plays our fourth grade or fifth grade year because she fucking moved away. Oh, my God. All this time I thought I quit theater. No, girl. The theater quit you. <laughs> they cut our arts program? <laughs> oh, my God. I'm fucking pissed. No, it's actually bullshit because I've talked about this before, but I had I was one of the only third graders to have a solo. And I was Bitch. like, fuck, I'm going to have a massive fucking part next year. <laughs> and they took that away from me. I always assumed that I just quit. That's so no. crazy. No. Oh my God, Emily, everything could have been different. I know. It's really upsetting. And I did really enjoy our talent shows. Fourth grade, you weren't a part of our fourth grade group, but we did Thriller. And I literally, this is so weird. I just showed Kyle last night a photo of my Thriller costume. Yeah, so I was fun. asked to be in it. And I said no, because I can't dance. <laughs> But then because I had so much FOMO from that one, I did it the next year. Mm -hmm. And that one fucking kicked ass. I'm telling you guys, you've never seen a fifth grade talent show performance like this. <laughs> we were like little like, it's like so slutty day. No. <laughs> yeah, it was slutty. My sister told me this year she's doing four acts in the talent show. I was like, girl, shit. you might need to reel it back. <laughs> oh my God. I'm obsessed with that. Oh my God. Uh, I actually okay. really did pursue the theater. Actually, so the theater also quit on me. Like I wasn't meant to be. We've I've told the story on here before. Yeah, you got Practice. cut from that program. I, yeah, it's not my fault. Ugh. Well, I, I mean, I was thinking about it. And if we actually did, even if we had those plays, soccer had like taken over our lives and like third grade genuinely like it was like I don't think we, we yeah. would have been able to quit that if we wanted to you know what I mean I mean I could hardly play another sport it was horrible that's what I mean and it's still like that because my dad obviously is he's coaching soccer for my younger siblings now for the same exact program and it's like it's already so competitive my brother is eight so mm -hmm. and it's like they're already competing like competing towards college it's so silly it's literally so silly like I don't think we would in elementary school I like my path was chosen you know yeah I, mean? I was just gonna say like I it's too young to know what you want even I like I don't know I feel like I was kind of forced into playing college soccer you know of course Crazy. yeah I feel like every I mean we were like expected to like mm -hmm. when I yeah I mean I just thought I that there wasn't I was like there's no other option like this is it yeah. And also, like, you're told you can get all this scholarship money, which is not even a real expectation to have anymore, especially in women's sports. Oh, my God. Yeah. Trust me, especially the month of student loans having to be paid. Praying for all my guys and gals out there who have to pay those back. I am so far in debt. It's not even funny. It's so scary. Mm. When did you when do you have to when did you have to start paying it? Uh, this month. The okay. Yep. I've got two payments due. Um, I am, I'm not, I'm not ashamed of my debt number, but 
$50,000 in debt. That'd be perfect. So I'll start posting more podcast clips. So hopefully we can make a little bit more money. And right. also, everyone, if you want to sub to the Patreon to help with Emily's student loans, of course, um, go ahead and do that. Um, we're going to be filming like Patreon up today. Yeah, yeah it's, it is fake. It's, it's, it's fake. like fake. I like saw yeah. that number and I'm like, it's fine. It's all fine. That's all just a number on a screen. Um, that is nothing to do with you. That number doesn't define me. It's all good. It's fine. Yeah. God, yeah. Did, have you read a story yet or just me? <laughs> no. I okay. It's going to be maybe a two-story app, but go ahead. I think. We oh, need my God. Sorry, you guys. No, don't say sorry. It's fine. Um. Okay. Well, I just want to cover. I will read Um. an advice, but I did just want to. We do have some story updates from previous episodes. Um. All right. So the first one, um, she says, all right, I was a little bit behind on the pod, but I'm the girl with the grass cutter sleepover cook that I helped design the ring for who then proposed to his girlfriend. Unfortunately, you're both so right. And I should have set a boundary, but I decided to have fun senior year and get hurt and was fully aware that I would get hurt so much fun. And I'm glad I did that. Regardless, I wanted to update you and Kat. I'm now invited to the wedding next year. And of course I need to go for the plot and parentheses, and to be a supportive friend. Hopefully by then I'll be fully over him and won't have to hold back tears during the ceremony. During the ceremony, thanks for telling my ridiculous story. Love you gals, and we'll keep listening as always. So I don't know if anyone remembers, but this was, we were talking about, they went grocery shopping together. Yeah. Um, she helped design the ring, which she mentioned, and then he proposed. Honestly, Pretty I feel better that. that she, I feel better that she's invited because at least now his wife is like a, I felt like his wife was like out of the loop. You know what I mean? I mean, just because she was invited, I feel like doesn't mean. I know it doesn't mean any of the things that we all said, like weren't. I I still feel the same way. It's just that at least now it's like, I don't know. I was thinking about if I had to go to a wedding for someone I had a crush on right now. I don't know if I could do that. (laughs) Like a like an like a college crush or like a well she's saying she might still have feelings for him like I'm thinking about having to go to a wedding which sounds kind of fun but like having to go to a wedding for someone you have feelings for tea I mean it does because I would just be like trying to like steal them away all night and like flirt with them from across Emily you know can't say that I'm kidding I'm kidding kidding kidding. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like I'm glad to say that because like I'm I'm never gonna be in that situation so it's fine. So I feel like I, I feel like I will be in that situation at some point. Like I, I can't explain that, but I do feel like that. Trust your gut. Always trust a woman's intuition. Literally. I do have an and then I do have another update. And I think this was last episode, but it's so hard to say. Maybe an episode or two ago. Okay. Um I was so excited when you guys read my story. I almost peed. You guys are the best. And my go-tos for people who I feel like absolutely get it. Shocker, you were right. There is more to the story. So this is about um, the sister-in-law who didn't invite her to her bachelorette party. Got it. Um, so like three or four years ago, when my boyfriend and I were still kind of new, I guess I made some comments that may have gotten taken out of context and upset her to this day. I still don't even really know what the comments are. She has never said, but it checks out because I do have a very dry, uncut sense of humor and I'm not super social. I'm a major introvert. So sometimes I can come off as bitchy to people who don't really know me or have only known me for a short amount of time. AKA 
her at the time. Fast forward however long, uh, we were at a baseball game and her husband, parentheses, her boyfriend at the time, was throwing up for margaritas and me and my boyfriend, parentheses, his brother, thought it was funny only after we knew he was okay, of course. But this is the kicker, the major fallout. Basically, we all drove home together and we, when we got out of the car, she told her boyfriend that she was going to quote unquote fight that bitch, which was me, of course. I immediately started crying and drove home. She gave me a half-assed apology for my boyfriend. Or she gave me a half-assed apology after my boyfriend told her she needed to. Ever since those days, nothing has been the same. My inside perspective is that ever since it came out that I was making comments that she wasn't getting and not understanding my personality, I've never felt comfortable to really be myself around them out of fear that I will be perceived wrong and things will just keep getting worse. So when we interacted civil and friendly enough, but definitely not very genuine or deep, hence why she invited almost 20 girls to her party and several being my friends, but never included me. Um, I also wanted to bring this up again because there is some controversy in our Facebook group about it. I don't know if you saw that. I saw that there was a post, but I didn't read the comments. Yeah, there is um, definitely some back and forth, which I thought was interesting. Like people being like, fuck it. I did something similar. It's your wedding. And other people being like, it's our whole friend group. I don't know. I just thought it was interesting. I think that after t- after hearing that side of the story... I think that, like, it makes sense she was invited. Like, no offense, but... Yeah, it I don't like know. I just feel like just might not have never gotten along, unfortunately. Yeah, I agree. I feel like it, when there's even a little bit of drama involved, you don't want to bring that into, like, a fun, supposed-to-be drama-free weekend. So I, I kind of understand the bride's perspective on that. Uh, what did the people on Facebook... They were just saying, like, do whatever you want. It's your wedding. Um, yeah, like one girl was said, like, I think she had done something similar. I was skimming. Um, but she was like, I was doing something similar. So I don't fault the sister-in-law. And then other people were like, well, it's completely different. It's your whole friend group. Um, and she's purposely excluding you. Um, but then other people were like, it's your fucking wedding. You get to do whatever you want. You're paying for it. Um, so I just wanted to provide a bit more context now. Yeah. I feel like that that does help me understand the story more. I mean, not that I'm not saying that the girl is at fault at all. I'm just saying when there's like a little bit of mm-hmm. tension there, I can yeah. understand not wanting to invite, but it, I did forget about the friend group aspect. That is like the weird part about it. Cause yeah. that feels a little bit like mean girly, even yeah. though I'd, I'm sure it's probably not coming from that place. You know, mm-hmm. I can't wait for my bachelor party bachelorette. <laughs> Am I invited? I think so. Okay. I think you'll be there. Can I bring some people? Um, yeah, actually you can bring whoever you want, but they just have to know that we're <laughs> celebrating me. So I'm just kidding. I'll never bring anyone. Who the fuck would I bring? <laughs> <laughs> Literally, you guys, I keep getting invited to events and then they're like, Oh, and they give you a plus one. I'm like, no, don't give me a plus one because I have no oh one to bring. God. It's like I uh, like it's this weird position where I literally don't want brands to give me a plus one because I don't want to have the option. Like, I don't have anyone to invite. Mm-hmm. So awkward. So Maybe I have I an event tomorrow night that I might not go to because I don't want to go alone. I don't know. It's it's weird. Weird. Oh, you don't want to go alone. I understand. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, a premiere for the House of Villains, that re- which is like so up my alley, but I don't think any of my f- Maybe I could ask if people are going. I don't know. I don't you know. You literally have friends over there, so. I do, but it's like they're just all so close. And I'm like, it's weird having to adjust to being like the fringe friend, like the one who is not in on it. So 
I still feel like I'm, I still feel like I like shouldn't be in groups when I'm with them. So I'm not, even though they're all the nicest people in the world, I'm not talking about them. No, I'm I know. About my own insecurities, but I'm like, I still feel like an outsider and I still feel like I can't like, I don't know. And like with us, because we've been friends forever, like I'm a key part of it. And I feel like I know my place. Like I know my position. Like I just don't feel like that yet. So it's like a weird, I don't know. And then they've been going to events like this forever that a lot of them don't want to go, you know, and I'm like, Mm -hmm. I want to go to things like that, but I don't, I don't want to make anyone do something they don't want to do. So I don't ask. Yeah. Well, I think you're making great progress because you've only been there for like less than two months, which is crazy to think about. Yeah. I feel I like it's been so much longer. It's scary. It does. I can't describe it. Yeah. It, it's a weird feeling, but I actually really, oh, it's so annoying. You won't visit me. Dude, don't even. Oh my God. If someone pays <laughs> off my student loans, then I come out all the time. Okay, perfect. I'll pay them off. What was I going to say? Maybe like Kyle's looking for a new job, so maybe we'll just move. Yeah. Um, Kyle would fucking never move here, but I wish. <laughs> he like applied for a job out there. In my LA or in like murder? Actually murder me. I don't remember where. Your family would murder you? Yeah. I feel like his would murder him. Both of our families would murder. But it would be so fun. It'd be so good for business too. God. <laughs> Yeah, just for like you could just move here for a couple of years. Yeah, that'd be cool. Oh, that would be great. Um, you can. I'll, ta- right I'll talk here. to him about it when he gets home. Yeah, you can just put your mic on the other side of this couch. That'd be perfect. Oh, what a dream to be on the non the cat scratch proof couch. No, literally. Okay, well, I think you finally need to read something. Yeah, I think you're right. I do have a little advice I can read. We're really doing this kind of backwards. I know this is a um, weird app, but sorry, guys. All right. Looking for some advice on the scary, scary dating scene. I'm seeing this man from an app. We've been on four dates, but we have have been talking for almost a month. We've both been super busy. I really like him. I'm looking forward to more dates. However, we have not had the exclusive conversation yet, which I think is perfectly fair. We've only kissed once for reference. So in typical attention whore fashion, I texted this other man I went on one date with like eight months ago and drunkenly slept with him once about six months ago. I just said like, hey, what's up? How have you been? Friendly conversation, nothing suggestive. But here's the kicker. Me and this man I slept with have sexed since we slept together six months ago. So I can't say it was 100% in a 100% innocent text that I sent. Then this guy says, I know the guy you're going on dates with. Why are you texting me? I was shook. He then tells me not to tell the guy I'm going on dates with that he said anything to me and tells me he told him he knew me for mutual friends. So my question is, did I royally fuck up? I'm hoping they don't ever mention it to each other. But if they do, do I need to get ahead of it? Am I overthinking help? Oh, my gosh. This is like a genuine fear that I have. Yeah. I feel like I'm just nervous. Like on dating apps, like there's guys that are friends on there. It's like... Mm -hmm. I feel like everyone knows each other in my mind. I'm like, if I match with this person, I message them. And then the other person I message is going to be his, his friend. That's just how I feel. That's I mean, scary. yeah, I guess I think that's like totally valid. I was not expecting like when I first read that for that to be the problem here. Yeah, that one is tough. But I feel like because he said he's like to keep that between them. I feel like that's a good thing for her. Like he's not planning on saying anything. Yeah, because... Didn't he say they were just, like, friends? He told his friend they were just friends? Yeah, all he said was, I know the guy you're going on dates with. They have some mutual friends. So it sounds like they're not, like, close. Hmm. But then why would you even bring it up? What's the point? Yeah, it seems like they do know each other. I think that 
unless she gets like serious she's asked if she needs to get ahead of it i don't think she needs to get ahead of it like i think i agree i don't think you owe like an explanation of anything to either of them unless they become like unless i i don't even feel like if they become exclusive i still don't think you need to tell them unless you like start dating or you could casually bring up like yeah i've dated him in the past or something Mm -hmm. i don't know because it sounds like that's over now like that guy doesn't want to sex anymore so (laughs) like it'd be different if he was like yeah that's my friend and like by the way let's have sex you know what I mean yeah and it's not like she's going on dates every other like every day with every other guy or each other guy you know what I mean yeah it is a delicate art dating multiple people in the same area yeah I've always wanted to join one of those Facebook groups where they talk about like the guys that they're dating to see if he's dating multiple women. I just want to be a part. I think it's probably so fun. I know. I would like, I actually want to move to New York for that reason. <laughs> Is it just it, a New York thing? I thought they did it in multiple cities, but maybe I'm. No, I, it's not just a New York thing, but the New York one is like particularly iconic. I feel like it's bound to happen. Like when you're dating in the same city, you know, yeah, and like, especially if you have thing. a certain type. True. No, I don't think it's bad at all. True. Lucky for me, I do not have a type, yeah, so I could I, date like a bunch of different people. You really don't think so? I feel like I you mean, have a type. I guess like the guys I always <laughs> <laughs> the guys I always end up with are like the same, but I don't know, Emily. Like, take a look back actually in the history books and tell me I have a type because I want you like I don't know. I just feel like you haven't been with someone yet that's like really shocked me <sighs> i don't know about that <laughs> actually i may i may be taking that back i mean physically like i guess okay with just hookups i feel like i've hooked up with all different kinds of people but when it comes to dating it all kind of looks the same yeah which is fine yeah which is fine but I was like trying to get off of that that way. But yeah, I just feel like if you have like you have a type, I I think you don't need to stray. No, no, it's not even that. I'm just yeah. We talked about this last week. I'm just like oh, I don't know what the fuck I want. But yeah, I okay. I don't know. I thought I was a personality girly, but when you really do boil it down, if you put them all next to each other, I guess they do look pretty similar. <laughs> I also think when you're using dating apps, like, unfortunately, I think the first thing you consider is looks before you really take a deep dive into their profile. That's true. That is true. I guess I'm always with, like, a short guy with a mustache, pretty much. (laughs) I mean, yeah. Uh, (laughs) I love a good mustache. I love short guys with mustaches. Okay, fine. I have a type. Short kings with stashes? Yeah, I guess so. But I don't know. In L.A.? I'm with the tall guys. Sorry, y'all. I'm with the tall guys now. I love that. (laughs) I love tall men now. Just kidding. Also, okay, wait, I want to clear something up really quickly. Everyone in my TikTok comments is like, how have you, because I said I ran into a guy I dated with the guy that I'm currently dating. And everyone's like, how the fuck did you already date two people? I just mean like going on dates with. I think our, not maybe not even our generation, but like a couple years younger, or maybe just when you are younger, you just like take the word dating so seriously. Yeah, I know. But it's like, it's weird because I, I can't even say 
guys that I talked to because then I didn't even like talk go through a talking stage. You know what I mean? Like I think dating is less serious than talking, but it's it's weird because everyone takes the words differently. So yeah. when I'm like I dated that guy. I mean, like we went on a couple of dates, but like we weren't like I don't know. We weren't talking. I guess no, I we agree were. with you. I agree. I think we need to redefine the word dating. I think it also gets redefined as you get older. So I feel like like dating For at sure. 25, like I dated that guy. Like I went on a couple dates with him is what I mean. Mm-hmm. So like I ran, I've only gone on dates with two guys. And the one guy that I'm going on dates with now, I ran into the last guy I went on a couple dates with. So that's the that's me clearing that up. I'm not a whore. I'm sorry. This is the first I'm hearing of this. Wait, what? I put it in my TikTok. I must have missed that one. Oh, That's God, so yeah. Emily went to lunch with the guy that I'm currently dating. Guess who walks in? My first Bumble man. I said, oh, my God, it's so good to see you. <laughs> and it was great to see him. And, yeah, everyone got to meet. And oh, then, so you, did you introduce? No, I didn't. I'm just being dramatic about them, like, meeting. But mm-hmm. um, then, I mean, they're sitting in a booth directly next to me. Like, Was he with someone he I don't know because he is bisexual and he was yeah. a man so like he could have been on a date too I just don't know and I don't know if he knew that I was I mean it was midday it was lunch so like it wasn't like first date vibes but mm-hmm. uh like on a Saturday too um but then he texted me like it was so good to see me and like Aww. hope I'm That's doing like, yeah so nice He's literally a fucking sweetheart. I've been telling you this. Yeah. And I was like, so good to see you too. And that was, yeah, that was it. But it was fucking hilarious. I was like, of course. That was a weird morning because that was my Apple store day. Mm -hmm. And first of all, I didn't even remember inviting this guy. Like I I invited him at 730 when I woke up hammered on my laptop. I don't even remember like inviting him over truthfully. Yeah, that's how it goes. So then I woke up to him arriving at my house at like nine and because he lives an hour away. And so then I spent the entire day with him and I was buying him lunch because I felt bad. But we went on a walk and I don't when I start when I tell you guys, like, I don't know anyone in my area. I ran into like five people I know. And he was like, what is going You said you have no friends. Like, what is going on? I was like, I look so cool right now. Like every corner I turned, I was like, hey, it was amazing. Oh, my God. I love that. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know where I was going with that, but that's it. Um, well, would you rather like run- continuously run into your like old dates with your new dates or would you rather them all be like tied together with like mutual friends? Yeah. You're like tying into the story. You mean, um, mm-hmm. yeah, that, I mean, that was fine. Like luckily he didn't make it awkward, but it very easily could have been awkward because I like well, yours, fully- yeah was a fucking dream come true yeah it was like a perfect case scenario I think maybe we were both on dates truthfully so it was mm-hmm. fine but um oh you guys could have double dated bummer yeah I, I, wish. Can, I, 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 I literally do want to be friends with him very badly but I, I think I ruined that by talking about him on a podcast and then his friend messaging me his name because he knew it was about him oh fuck <laughs> Yeah, and that was after I saw him too. So it's actually it's over at this time. But I feel like he doesn't know that this is like a private conversation. All podcasts. Yeah. Um, I think he he has a good sense of humor. Like he might be like that's funny. Yeah. He might not. I don't know. It's tough. 
Well, if I know which one, which pod you're talking about, it was funny. So I'm talking about the, laugh. the guitar thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's funny. funny, objectively. But like, if I found out that that's the reason someone ended it with me on a podcast, I would be like pissed. I but, just feel like it's good to know constructive criticism. I mean, I was clear with my intentions. Like, I stand by that. Like, I said, don't do that. And he did it. So. Yeah. I have boundaries. Sorry. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, I just rambled for so fucking long, and for what? Um, That's fine. I, we're really giving like Christmas today. I just noticed that. Oh well, people are saying red's the color of fall. Oh, are they saying that? I saw one TikTok video that said that, and I just bought a red cardigan, so it works out. Well, when I go get my nails done again, I'm going to go back to the red. So maybe it is a real thing because Lana's red nails looked so good. I did not notice her nails. And so I, well, I noticed literally every little detail. So, oh, sorry. I didn't know you were better than me. <sighs> you know what I mean? You know what I'm trying to say? <laughs> <laughs> I did love her look. I was a little bit worried about her look and I, she fucking slayed the day. Like worried that it like could be fugly or not worried. Worried's the wrong word. I was excited because she wears like some funny ass stuff. And I, I like always love what she's yeah. wearing, but it's yeah, always. It's always a surprise, but it was like just beautiful. So I have no comments. I understand. We saw Suki. We forgot to talk about that. We need to end this. Yeah. <laughs> Suki's, I just it reminded me because Suki's look, I loved it. She I went to Suki by myself on the moon and that was so great. Yeah. I had a lot of fun there sitting on the ground. Um, well, we met so many of you lovely, lovely people this weekend and it was just a joy and a pleasure to chat with some of you. So thanks yeah, for coming was- to say hi. It is so fun when Emily and I are together because then they say the podcast instead of like my TikTok. And I love that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it was so nice meeting all of you. I'm glad yeah. everyone had a fun time, hopefully. Um, yeah. And so good to see you guys all in your merch. You guys are all like, yeah. it's scary how hot you all are. Um, and I think, and thank you again for buying. And thank you. Yeah. We're about to record a Patreon episode. So if you want to sub, go ahead. We'll be there. Pay my student loans. Pay Emily's student loans. (laughs) All right. Bye. Love y'all. All All right. Love you guys. Bye.